Where's it going, Rudy? I'm in the goddamn club, aren't I? Discussing Puppet Master Three as picked by Adam. Uh, I've seen this a bunch of times. I know Adam's seen this a bunch of times. I think this was Scott's first time watching it. So let's talk about it. First of all, Adam, why did you pick Puppet Master Three? Hey, wait, just one sec. <laughs> all right, let's talk about Puppet Master. <laughs> Man, I wish I had like five of those right now. Well, you wish you had him when you were watching this fucking movie. (laughs) (laughs) Man, oh man. It was like, I I knew, like, we were all three of us picking, like, weird, you know, kind of, like, funny, ridiculous movies this round. I got the real fucking bummer on this one. (laughs) I'm I'm taking the hit for this one. This This is real fucking bad. I don't know how the fuck I got a hold of this, but I had a VHS copy of Puppet Master 3 when I was nine years old, and I watched that thing into the fucking ground. Mainly the scenes with the the Nazi titties where the guy's in the tub. <laughs> Dude, amazing. Oh, those are... Oh, Dude, Megan great. Walk. Oh yeah, they're, they're awesome, but Megan decided to look over when... Only two times in this movie. One... When the guy is in the tub with the, all the chicks. Two, when the guy is getting banged by a, one of the prostitutes. And she was like, what the fuck are you watching? <laughs> it's just Nazi porn. <laughs> that is my fetish. Well, we know what, we know what gift's going in this uh, thread. All right. Um, so, uh, yeah, so I watched the shit out of this. And, man, I was remembering this shit through rose-colored glasses because... <laughs> This was not a very good movie. Surprisingly, though, the highest rated of the Puppet Master movies. Well, so and I was going to say that I feel like I'm, I'm right in the same fucking boat with you, and I think a whole bunch of other people are in the same boat with me. Because usually when you mention Puppet Master, without fail, everyone's like, oh man, part three is the best fucking one. And like, it is, but it's the best of a real bad fucking lot. Well, this reminds me of a thing that, that I, I always think is interesting from my youth was like, when I was in when I was in junior high and high school, I hated trauma films, but I loved Full Moon. And then, like somewhere around college, that like switch flipped, and I was like, "Man, Full Moon movies really aren't that good." But I really like the trauma movies. Um, and I think that for whatever reason, Full Moon more so was making movies absolutely for the thirteen-year-old. Like I think Charles Band has always been making the movie for the 13-year-old whose other, older brother is renting him horror movies. Like, as far back as Ghoulies and, and all that other shit. Like, he knew exactly who his demographic was. And whereas, like, yeah, Lloyd Kaufman makes, like, fucking cartoon versions of horror movies, but he usually has, like, these weird, like, he's trying to make a statement in them, so, like, it kind of goes over your head as a kid, but, like, as an adult, you're like, oh, 
this is about veganism or like oh this is about uh the film industry <laughs> but like as a kid you're just like these movies don't make sense and i don't like it yeah and i mean trauma is like if you show this if you showed me like terra firmer or toxic avenger when i was nine it would have been too far like that would have been a little too much this this was like just the right amount of like ooh some titties and like ooh some like gore effects <laughs> But I mean, I don't want to watch. This is real it. tame, though. Yeah. So it is. This is it's like so the tamest movie I think we've watched in the club. It it really is. But man, yeah. Six Shooters, the fucking shit. And I think that that's why everyone loves this movie. Is Six Shooters just a cool looking puppet? Really, uh, the... my favorite puppet is Leech Woman. See, I never liked Leech Woman. Ever. I have a, I have a lot of uh, sort of like problems with the idea of Leech Woman. But yeah, this <laughs> yeah. Movie... Are they no, mad? They're... Okay. I was going to say, this movie really bothers me when you think of the origin story of Leech Woman. Well, it's like, he put well, his wait. wife's essence Wait, 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 wait. wait. I, I, I have it in my notes. I want to get to it in my notes so we can discuss it there. Because okay. um, can we, I mean, before we just, I'm not going to jump all over your notes, but, I mean, he's fucking shoving leeches into his wife's mouth, essentially, is what happened. I, I think that's just adding insult to injury. He fuck, his wife dies, and he's like, this is the best I can do for you. He literally says, this is the best I can do for you. All right, all right. <laughs> Fine, whatever. I'm gonna go to the. I'm gonna go to the note. All right, I'll spoil the note. All okay, right. would you want this for your wife to be some horrible, immortal, deformed leech woman puppet? It does not she look like she's leeches. enjoying to her. Like she doesn't look like she's enjoying. Well, herself. in this movie and any other movie, it does not look like she's having fun when she has to vomit up those goddamn leeches. All right. <laughs> like she's just in constant pain <laughs> yeah. all the time. <laughs> Yeah, like, why would you do that to your fucking wife? Okay, I, I am the only one of the three of us who is married, so I can weigh in on this. I wouldn't do it! <laughs> so, so real quick, non-movie-related spoiler alert. Uh, I'm recording in the laundry room because it's soundproofed, and for a leg rest, I've opened the dryer door so I can rest my legs. Nice, man. You're living the highlight <laughs> I think the bigger question needs to be, why is his back room in the basement soundproofed? Uh, because this fucking washing machine is loud as shit. And when my uh, aunt installed them and was putting on the door, she was like, you know what? Let's put a soundproof door in there so I don't have to listen to how goddamn loud those machines are. Yeah, when you throw a couple of hooker limbs in there, they tumble around <laughs> real bad. Dead hooker in a trunk, more like dead hooker in the dryer. Uh, that's not loud. That's not funny. That's don't laugh at that. But, uh... Like, I, uh, I still, you know what though? You had already been messaging me about how bad Puppet Master Three. Like you're like, oh god, I'm sorry. Like you were already sending me those before I sat down to rewatch it. So I think going on, going in, being like, oh no, this is going to be terrible. Um, I, I mean, it wasn't good, but I, I still had a good time. I, I still, I, I don't know. I think I just like movies that involve some type of killer doll. Like as long as I'm seeing a doll walking around on its own accord, I'm I'm going to enjoy any moment that that's happening. This is true. Well, I also watched it in the most fucked up way possible, like with different parts on different YouTube videos that like <laughs> the sound and the audio and the visual was all <laughs> fucked up and like just terrible. So I was I was like there was chunks of this movie that I was relying on memory to like remember what happened in this movie. I think in retrospect, though, I really, um, I, I, I think that Puppet Master 2 is probably the better of the franchise now that I've rewatched Puppet Master 3 and seen how slow and boring large chunks of the movie actually are. 
I really I fast forwarded to basically anything involving boobs or dolls. Yeah. Uh, and there was probably a shit ton of fast forwarding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I like the so. fake out. I remember watching this movie. Like, I'm putting this movie on, and I don't have much of a memory of the film. But I see Klaus and how he's dressed, and I'm like, oh, he's the dude that becomes Blade. Like, I was, like, convinced that that's who Blade was going to be. And then I'm like, oh, no, it was the doctor who became Blade. Yeah, but think about that, too. The implication of, like, this guy that you absolutely fucking hate. You are his, like, visage for the rest of your life. Like, for you're immortal. You're an immortal doll that looks like this terrible Nazi that's responsible for your murder. What is Toulon doing to these people? This is <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> yeah. I, oh. And then I read, like, what happens in the next movie... Oh, it goes off the fucking rails. Oh, oh my god. Demons. Fucking okay. aliens and all types of shit. I have never seen that one, but I watched the trailer for it, and I was like, holy shit. You know what's even more crazy? There's two of those goddamn movies, and they I, they are fucking interchangeable. There's no need for there to be two hour-long movies. Just cut them down to fucking 90 minutes of one fucking film. <laughs> it's garbage. Oh, and then Curse of the Puppet Masters, even worse. Well, I tell you what, I've seen Puppet Master 1, Puppet Master 3, and Puppet Master versus Evil Toys with Corey Feldman. Uh, demonic Toys. Demonic so. Toys. Oh, my God. They're coming <laughs> okay. for me now. Uh, yeah. I, I, okay, so Full Moon had uh, so many really, really terrible films that were just great for midnight movie fodder. Um, so my senior year of college... I was really, really sick. I thought I was dying. Like, I, I, seriously, I, I didn't know that that much liquid could come out of my body. And I couldn't sleep. And so I just laid on my bed, like, curled up in a fetal position and watched whatever was on, like, Spike or whatever channel it was. And there was some movie about – it might have been one of the demonic toy movies – um, Tell me the it, plot, and I'll let you know because I've seen it. I don't. I honestly don't remember. I was like in and out so much that all I remember were there were there were dolls that were killing people, and and so if it I was in a warehouse, it was demonic toys. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was demonic toys. It might have been what was demonic toys versus something or other. Demonic toys versus doll man was when doll man and the chick from uh, Bad Channels joined forces in order to fight. The uh, demonic toys. It might have been that. I mean, it was it was pretty over the top. But for me, I'm the exact opposite of you, Matt. Where I don't love movies with killer dolls in them. Um, I, I it's just never been my thing. Um, but I, I did enjoy watching this film, if not for the fact that it was just a full moon release. I'll, I'll watch anything. Here's, here's the one thing that I will say about full moon that makes me really sad. Like uh, I've talked before about how there's a couple documentaries I own about VHS tapes and no one ever covered this, which is that full moon was amazing with their VHS releases and the things that made their VHS tapes so good is, is nowhere on their DVDs and Blu-rays was that every full moon tape, had like a half hour thing at the end of it that they called a video magazine. And it was like behind the scenes on how they made this stuff. And then it would be like behind the scenes on upcoming films. And they would show you like a couple clips from the next movie that they were going to release. And it was this really cool, like, like I used to not even care if the movie was garbage. Like if I was watching a shitty full moon movie, I'd be like, all right, but when this is over, that fucking, 
I think it was I think it was called the the something zone. Um, I can't remember what the fuck the name was, but it was it was awesome. It was it was the thing that I looked most forward to, and then like. You'd think that that stuff would be easy to just kind of throw on a special video zone. It was the video zone. Uh, you <laughs> think that that shit would be easy to just throw into the back of, like, the like as a special feature on the DVDs, and they didn't. So, like, all those cool sp- features are kind of just, like, gone now. Well, they definitely had that at the end of the VHS that I had. We got to see how the whole scene with uh, Six Shooter and the, like, Nazi general was done in um, in that, like, hallway where he shot him and stuff. Yeah, and it was awesome. Like, it was a cool little thing at the end of each movie. What's happening? I'm going to see <laughs> if it, they have it, like, on YouTube or anything. They might. That, that might be the only place that you can probably see it unless you own the VHS tape still. Um, so you've never seen Puppet Master 2? No, I've never seen two. This is like the only... Uh, this and number one are the only ones I've seen. I mean, after watching this, I'm sure you're not going to be convinced to go check it out, but... Uh... Yeah, I's not in a big rush or anything. <laughs> uh, puppet Master 2 is not bad. It's the only one, I think, that has Torch, which is uh, a puppet made out of a furnace. Yeah, he's <laughs> right on the cover there. Yeah, I really want to watch that one. Uh, yeah, no, I, I like Puppet Master 2 a lot, actually. Um, and it has kind of a, a, a weird ending... Uh, whoa, whoa, they, okay, the puppets return, this time they hunt some paranormal researchers to take their brain fluid? Yes. That's what's going on. Yeah, so, so, here's, so here's the plot line, is like the stuff, the elixir that they use, that, that uh, he uses to bring the puppets to life, they use that to bring his dead corpse back to life, and they build a human-sized puppet of himself, and they need to get enough brain uh, fluid from everyone else in order to transfer his body and memories into the puppet body that they've built for him. Whoa, according to Puppet Master 4, that's like the same shit going on, because they were making the decapitator or whatever. (laughs) Uh, It's fun, though. I I, I have way more fun rewatching Puppet Master 2 than I do rewatching Puppet Master 3. Wow. I might have... I'll fully admit I made the wrong call. Listen, just, let's, let's benchmark at Happy Birthday to Me as the worst call that we've done in Horror Club, and it it doesn't even come close. <laughs> um, yeah, this still does have puppets fighting Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're always fighting Nazis. Is that their thing? Is they just fight? Well, yeah, in the well, first one. Well, the first one they were. The first two they were. But yeah, they hate Nazis. That's what made them evil. Um, are you ready for notes? Or do we have more that we want to talk about? Well, I, this is just the other thing I don't have in my notes. In the first Puppet Master, apparently, it's set in 1938, and the movie opens with Andre Toulon blowing his brains out. Yes. This, this movie opens with uh, Germany, Berlin, 1941. <laughs> <laughs> Which you they, think, like, just watching the movie that you made a couple years prior before putting a fucking title in the front of, like, what year ah. it is. Nah, they don't care. They, don't <laughs> they do not care. They don't expect anybody to be paying that good of attention. Nah. Like, people pe- people reference the previous film? What is this crap? Yeah. Uh, they did They did fix it in uh, Puppet Master 2, and it had his gravestone say that he died in 1941. Well, then you, just, then you just go... Well, wait, Puppet Master 1 said that he died in 1938. <laughs> Puppet Master 2 and 3 both. All right, whatever. All 
right, yeah, let's hop into Puppet Master 3 Notes. All right, so it's 1941 Berlin. It's Nazi-occupied Germany. We all are speaking English to each other in German accents. <laughs> uh, we got some Nazi zombies in here. I like this opening scene quite a bit. It, when I was little, the first time I watched this, when he hops off that table, shit my fucking pants watching that. That scared the shit out of me. This time I was like, oh, no. <laughs> it's <was> pretty bad. <laughs> um, I've always kind of liked this, this theme music that they have. I agree. I, yeah. I love the Puppet Master theme. They overdo it. They make the theme music sort of into the score for the movie, and I feel like that kind of overdoes it. But this, like when I first heard it again for the first time, I was like, "Oh, I like this. I like this a lot." Um, when you see the puppet show that Toulon is putting on, I mean, he's just he's fucking asking for it, right? Yeah. I mean, you can't shoot up Hitler every Tuesday on a matinee exactly. and not <laughs> expect some retaliation from Hitler, right? Like, come on. Um, it was really surprising to see Bubbles from the Trailer Park Boys in this movie. That was the the fellow puppeteer guy. I've I've never watched. Oh, I was thinking that too. I yeah. I totally thought that I was like, come on. He's got these huge Coke bottle glasses on. <laughs> I just love. It. Um. Oh shit! I was gonna open. The, I was gonna open the show by going, "Hello to you." Fellow podcasters. <laughs> That's how it's going to open the episode. <laughs> um, so we went over, like, you guys... So well, we were in agreement on our favorite puppets. Matt was six-shooter. No, Scott was sh- six-shooter. No, no, you're, no? you're talking... You're, you got it backwards. Got it, okay, so Leech, Leech Woman, Woman is my favorite. And I like six-shooter quite a bit. I'm going to go with Pinhead. I like Pinhead. Never liked Pinhead. I, I like Pinhead's kills uh, yeah he has He's like the only the one that i believe that could actually kill people well he looks even at that size he, he for whatever reason he looks intimidating yeah it's those fingerless gloves that's what it is dude get yourself fingerless gloves and nobody will fuck with you <laughs> yeah exactly well i mean if you're wearing a trench coat and fingerless gloves then everyone will fuck with you but <laughs> um so uh, it's you know nazi germany a uh, member of the Nazi party just left your building. Don't bother closing your blinds or anything when you when you bring yeah, your no living shit. Like, come on! It's Nazi-occupied Germany. Everybody closed their fucking blinds at night. What are you doing, Toulon? You think you're special or something? Um, would anybody feel comfortable with receiving a creepy, pale doll version of themselves from their significant other as a gift? <laughs> Well, she married him. She's like, oh, it's so sweet. What else are you going to say? Yeah, I guess she's kind of into this puppet stuff. So, yeah. I guess that's kind of like her thing. I thought it was a spooky ass gift to get. I'm like, get this thing out of this fucking house right now. <laughs> um, at this point uh, in my notes, I was like, why is, does everyone suddenly sound like Kermit the Frog? Turned out the YouTube version <laughs> that I had was, was not only imposing like this weird smoke effect. On the front of the screen, so that every like, so that everything looked fucked up. They were also slowing it down to like 0.75 speed. So the Here's. like super dramatic scene of the movie, where Toulon's wife gets shot and killed, everybody in the whole scene was like, Toulon, no, no. <laughs> like they sounded like Kermit the Frog, and it 
fucking ruined the most dramatic part of the whole movie. Um, that was a pretty decent squib, though, when she gets shot. and it, like They have some good squib work in this movie. Yeah. Uh, when when uh, the whatever general guy gets shot all those times later on, like it's just like boom, 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 boom. Really good squibs. Um, check out that Nazi tub scrub. I'm loving it. It's <laughs> bringing back some good memories for me. Um, we should only pick movies that we jerked off to when we were kids. <laughs> I got, I got movies for miles, man. Movies, yeah. Are. Yeah. I'm gonna, we'll end up picking a lot of music videos, though. I think. <laughs> <laughs> well, my next movie would definitely have to be um, Critters Two, which is a great film. There's lots to talk about. So, round ten. I I can't do this game because I, I was I, I don't have any horror movies. I'd be picking like fucking Fast Times at Ridgemont High and shit. <laughs> the horror would come in the podcast where we hear about you having jerked off, to <laughs> but not to the pool scene. <laughs> You're jerking off at all the wrong parts. Um, when being impaled from behind in a jeep, do not make any attempt to move forward. Do not make any attempt. To yeah. Move this is the Nazi way. <laughs> like, he just sat there and took it. And I mean, ah, ah. <laughs> Yeah, right? And Tunneler, like, moves slow. He's a slow-moving fucking guy. Like, get out of the way. What are you doing? Uh, so, you for a second there, you guys maybe thought that they were going to kill an innocent doctor to get at El- Ilsa's body. Uh, nope, he's a necrophiliac. <laughs> Doctor's necrophilia. He's checking out all the dead bodies. Fucking weirdo. The next doctor, the one that they like cut his Achilles tendon, though. I guy didn't do anything. I don't know. These that guys was just so funny. I thought that was hilarious <laughs> because he like the guy he's getting his Achilles tendon cut. He's like, ah, ah and just like laying there taking it. And then um they just walk past him. Yeah, and Toulon's like, like, come on, my friends, and he just waltz right past the guy. Yeah, <laughs> I love your impression of Toulon. <laughs> I I don't know that that was a very I don't know what accent that was. I have no idea. Come, my it's friends. Positively ghoulish. <laughs> Come, my friends. We have more ghoulish work to do. Let's go turn my wife into a leech woman. <laughs> it's the best I can do for her. <laughs> You'll get your revenge, my dear. Um, is your asshole ready? Good, because you're about to get puppet fucked. <laughs> Toulon is cracking one-liners through this whole movie. He's all like, you can be sure that the general will be, will be well-armed. And he looks at Six Shooter and he's like, but so are you. <laughs> like, your wife just died. You're, you're on a hunt to get revenge against Nazis. What are you cracking one-liners for? <laughs> We had some more Nazi boobies. I'm liking that. All right. So the the shot that they had where the skinny guy came flying out of the window was really cool. But how did the general, that fat general, end up on the ground? Yeah. That's not getting the joke. That down. In the, in the uh, shot where he comes out of the window, obvious stunt man. He weighs like 100 pounds sopping wet. Cuts to General on the ground, weighs like 250. He's this huge bloated <laughs> dude. 
Um, wow, I really like this Peter kid. He's just so insanely upbeat. Next note, Peter, you fucking idiot. <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know what that's in reference. <laughs> oh, he snuck out. He snuck out to go back to, to Toulon's uh, theater. Way to go, dad guy. Obviously, it's a great idea to cut deals with Nazis. I'm sure you haven't learned your lesson about them yet. I mean, what are you, what are you doing? Uh, all right, so then the Nazis start attacking, and, you know, like, Pinhead throws a brick right into one of their fucking skulls. Uh, Tunnler digs a hole right into one of their shin bones. That's fucking hardcore. Uh, leech Woman dropping leeches on that guy's face. Doesn't seem to be doing a whole lot. Yeah, <laughs> hey, it's like... her revenge. <laughs> it's also funny because he, um, uh, he like he just lays there. He's like ah ah, and then she's like plop right in his mouth. It That's seems, what kills you. It seems like every time that leech woman <laughs> wants to drop leeches on somebody, all the other puppets just sort of stand back. <laughs> They're like, okay. Go ahead. It's so awkward thing. because they're standing there and she's just like, ah, 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 And then, and then, I mean, <laughs> it doesn't, it doesn't kill them. So you have to assume that the other puppets come in and finish the job. So but it's they just do like, it after she's left so she doesn't feel bad. So she feels yeah. like she contributed. Yeah, like, no, Leech Woman, you got him good. You keep going to that next room. Pinhead's throwing her the thumbs up as she like walks away, and then he breaks the guy's neck. Like, all right, now we can go. Uh, I just don't feel like. Uh, here's my main beef with the with <laughs> with Puppet Master in general is I just don't feel like any of them could really kill anybody. <laughs> Maybe Tunneler. Maybe Tunneler. Well, Blade Two, Blade could as well. I no, Blade Bla- Three. Trin- Blade could poke somebody. A blade has like a scalpel for a hand. You can cut your throat. Am I wrong? <laughs> what, well, six shooter too. I mean, uh, I think shooter. we're just all in agreement that Leech Woman is useless. Leech Woman is like oh, a, the most useless one. <laughs> Scott's just trying to back up his pick right like, now. Like, let's let's pause for a second and think about again. He's brought his dead wife back to life as the most useless member of this ragtag group of fucking killer puppets. Hey, make her like a fucking tank or something. Make her like the, the ultimate. Give her a little bit of everything. Yeah, oh, thanks. I'm like this for all eternity. I'm fucking useless. I'm vomiting up fucking leeches on people. Well, you know, if fucking 15th century medicine ever comes back in, I'll be real popular. I have plenty of leeches to just provide people. Hey, so I have a question. How do the how do they actually die? Is that discussed in like a, a future or a later uh, film? Um, I think in the first one, they literally throw one against the wall and it breaks, and that's it. Like they kill. That's Jester. all it takes. They kill Jester by throwing him against the wall. Which, you know what? I'm wrong. Leech Woman's not the most useless. Yeah, Jester's goddamn Jester. useless. Jester. <laughs> but Jester has a cool effect, though. Yeah. Jester actually, like, uh, well, I, I guess have... Leech Woman's effect is so. What he one. kills them with pizzazz <laughs> 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 with tons of zazz. It's like, I love how he goes. Six shooter just goes. Pinhead at least doesn't make a fucking noise. Pinhead's like, I'm here. I'm here to just choke bitches. I'm ready. (laughs) Uh, All right. 
and tell us, tell us in the thread, rank your your puppets from <laughs> one through five and tell us which one's the shittiest on a scale of Chester to, I don't know. Anyways, all right, so uh, the flashback where he's in, like, Egypt, it, you're like, oh, we're about to find out how he, oh, no, flashback's over. It was entirely fucking pointless. He met a dude in Egypt once. That guy told him something. What he told him? We don't know. <laughs> Doctors hate him. <laughs> Find out this one secret trick for bringing puppets back to life. <laughs> All right, so Klaus, the main bad guy, becomes a puppet himself, and that part of the movie is fucking awesome. Uh, I believe Scott <laughs> he said the whole movie is worth it for that last kill shot. Awesome. So good. It is really good. Now, I have a question. Where the large, voluminous light source that was coming from behind his desk, I don't know where that was coming from. That wasn't there earlier in the shot, but when they start, like, pulling him up, from behind his desk, it's just these, like, huge amount of light to, like, backlight him being pulled up. Didn't really understand that, but it still looked like a really cool visual uh, visual yeah, shot. Yeah, don't... Don't don't worry about it. Don't worry about <laughs> how it works. Um, and then Toulon makes another joke at the end of the movie. I forget what it was though, but again, it just seems so out of place that he, you know, he's trying to escape Nazi Germany, Berlin, right now, and he's at the st- train station impersonating an army officer. Yeah, like an army officer, and he cracks some like hilarious joke to this chick that it kind of seems like he's gonna pick her up. Yeah, and he's kind of like macking on her at the train station a little yeah, bit. Your wife is a puppet in your briefcase right now. <laughs> yeah, she's listening to everything <laughs> you say. She's cool with it. It's okay, yeah. man. Well, what's she gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, honestly, you have all the time in the world to get away. <laughs> so long as one of the other puppets isn't there to clean up her fucking mess, you'll be all right. Um, alright, so I got my last, like, synopsis. So, so it's alright. Maybe if this was my first watch of it, again, I, I would have liked it better. Maybe not. I probably liked it so much because I was so young when I saw it in the first place. But, uh, I definitely feel like this is the worst of the three movies that the three of us picked. And that's a bit of a bummer, but I'll take the hit this round. Uh, Matt, usually, is the one that takes that hit. So, I feel like it's, we gotta trade up turns on this one. Um, <laughs> it was alright. It wasn't great. It wasn't terrible. I'm. Uh, I, I'm. I think I, I've learned I feel like my lesson. I'm a better person for watching it. I always what? feel better when the Nazis get get murdered. Yeah, goddamn Nazis. Arrivederci. All right, so uh, let's start again with Adam. Adam, what's uh, one movie that you watched this week? Oh shit! I can't think of one. <laughs> Uh, do me last. I'm gonna pull up my Netflix while you guys are doing this. I'll be right back. Okay, Scott. Um, uh, last week I talked about um, uh, Daredevil, um, and I also enjoyed The Flash, which I've talked about numerous times. And uh, man, Flash is just great. Uh, I've heard that. Um, I am going to talk about. Uh, I've I actually have never seen until this week uh, Django Unchained. And uh, I thought it was all right. <laughs> Megan it, watched it and she didn't love it, I, so I haven't watched it. I thought that there was some decent moments. It does not need to be two and a half hours long. Uh, that is super excessive. Um, I will say that uh, is Adam. Are you on the phone still? Or are you gone? 
I guess he went Adam's... to go. He went to go look at his uh, his Netflix. Okay, I didn't think he was like physically walking away from the computer to do that. Yeah, um, me either. But uh. Uh, I was gonna say the best scene in the movie involves a, a group of inept Ku Klux Klan members, uh, and that whole scene, like it's about a two or three minute scene, is fucking hysterical. Like probably one of the funniest things that Quentin Tarantino has ever written. But um, yeah, intentionally a, funny or unintentional? No, no, no. Inten- like. <laughs> they put the hood on. The first guy puts the hood on, and he's just like, "God damn, I can't see shit out this." <laughs> and then, like, he's like, "Who the fuck made these?" He's like, "Will Willard's wife did them for us." He's like, "Oh, she did a shitty job." He's like, "Hey, man, you know, all I'm hearing is criticize, criticize, criticize." Like, well, we don't. <laughs> we're not saying we don't appreciate the efforts, Willard. I'm just saying she did a shit ass job. <laughs> it's just this un- <laughs> unbelievable, like three-minute scene of them all just fighting about how shitty the hoods are for their their KKK uh, raid. Uh, but yeah, the, I mean, the movie could... There's so much shit that could be trimmed out of that movie to bring you, it to even, like, a good two hours. You, you want to talk uh, in, unintentionally funny is Quentin Tarantino trying to have an Australian Oh, it's bad. Movie. Oh, that's bad. Uh, definitely not his best cameo in his own movie. <laughs> um, you know what he's awesome in though, and I, I rewatched it maybe like two or three weeks ago. Was uh, Four Rooms is not that great of a movie, but his entire segment is fantastic. Dude, oh, yeah, Four Rooms is great. <laughs> uh, it, the part with the witches and Madonna and stuff at the beginning is not. Uh... It's a bad way to start the movie because I think the other three segments are way better than that first one. But yeah, that that first one starts off with a pretty sour fucking note. Um, but yeah, no, that that see the man from Hollywood scene is fantastic. What uh, what was your thing that you watched, Adam? I'm looking at the Netflix and I'm not. I I can't fucking find anything that I watched this week. I mean, I can talk about a movie that I liked that I once watched a let's, long time ago. Let's go for that. <clears throat> um, actually, you know what I did watch this week? I was like, I was kind of sick, lying up in bed. And I started watching, I just couldn't find anything on Netflix. You know when you do that thing where you're just scrolling through Netflix for like an hour and a half? Yeah. Yes. Like, you're like, God damn it, I just got to put something on. I can't keep doing this. So I started watching like whatever the newest season of Family Guy on Netflix was. Man, that show's so fucking bad. <laughs> it's really, I, it it so is really fallen. The first, when it was, I, I think everything pre-cancellation was so good. And then they came back from cancellation and didn't remember what it was that people actually liked about the show. And are just fucking swinging for the fences and missing every fucking ball that's thrown at them. They really are. I mean, it's a 22-minute show, and I would and their, their funniest jokes are the ones that last, you know, seven seconds. So you will get uh, seven seconds of funny out of 22 minutes of show. That's Good. a real fucking pathetic, you know, average. I get really pissed off. There'll be people who post shit on uh, Reddit, and they'll be like, oh, it reminds me of this thing from Family Guy. And, like, they'll post a clip, and I'll watch it and be like, the joke, like, there's so much of the, if we just keep repeating the same thing over and over again, people will continue to think it's funny. And I can't remember what the fucking segment was, but it was like, Peter just repeating the same sentence over and over again for 45 seconds or something like that. And I'm like, this is not funny at all this is padding time because you don't have enough story to fill your 22 minute episode you know what makes me the angriest about that show the chicken fights 
Yes, because they're like four minutes. Uh, Every single chicken fight is placed there because they are too shitty of writers to be able to write a 22-minute long show every week. (laughs) So they rely on these poor Korean animators to have to fulfill... The shit that they couldn't fucking think of to fill with jokes. So, like, and they've done it like seven fucking times. Like, you can make a movie out of all the chicken fights that they've had in this fucking show. Probably what they're going for. Probably. Uh, it's going to be released on a DVD, like all their Star Wars bullshit and all that, too. Yeah, yeah fuck that. Fuck Family Guys. Now you're putting me in a bad mood. We had a yeah. good time with this movie. All right, so in two weeks, we'll be discussing Horns, uh, which I haven't seen, and I really want to get around to reading the book before I watch. Uh, but next week we'll be picking or watching my pick, The Phantom of the Paradise. And here's the trailer for that. 20th Century Fox presents Phantom of the Paradise, a gothic horror story. What was that? A beautiful love story. A cinematic odyssey through the rock universe. From Greece to glitter and beyond. The story of a sound, the man who created it, the girl who sang it, the monster who stole it, and the phantom who haunts the paradise, the ultimate rock palace. Phantom of the Paradise. My music is for Phoenix. Only she can sing it. Anyone else that tries dies. Phoenix. Phoenix. Well, you told me one time that you'd be somebody that you weren't working just to survive. B. Man, you better get yourself a castrato for this. Paul Williams as Swan. And the angels that defeated them. I want you to stop terrorizing the paradise and rewrite your cantata. And the Phantom. Paradise. There really is a phantom, phantom, phantom.